We will engage our community to ever greater heights involving more guests to grow the audience and spread Bombination. <laughs> this is Bombers. Hi everybody, welcome to Bombers. We're in season three now, aren't you excited? I am Bomber number five, Deg. With me today is Bomber number one, Spiegel. Yes, this is uh, Activision CEO Bobby Kotick reporting for duty. Uh, hey, Bomber number three, Zyber, did we replace Bomber number one? Yes, we did. Huh. I didn't get the memo. I come from the packaged food industry, and that's how we're going to release our games. On a regular basis, packaged for you, the consumer, to consume and then throw away. Just now, like packaged question, food. Question for you, Bobby. Can I eat your games? Call Poison yeah. Control if you have consumed one of our games. We take no responsibility for the actions of our consumers, up to and including the purchasing of millions of dollars worth of microtransactions. Should have read the fine print. I would suggest calling Poison Control even if you don't actually consume it, consume it. I mean, I would suggest calling Poison Control if you ever purchase an Activision game, because clearly, you've been poisoned. You have Why consumed you... some type of substance that has caused you to make that decision, at any rate. Exactly. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 3. Hope you're ready, because this is what it's going to be for as long as we do Season 3. It's my favorite number. Uh, it would be. You know what the difference is between Bombers Season 2 and Season 3, Deg? A month? Well, yeah, but nothing is the, the <laughs> correct answer. There's no difference. It's the same thing. Like, literally, the we just took a month off, and then now we're back. Well, I mean, the theme song was different. Did you hear that? I wrote that. I ignored it. I didn't even wow. hear last season's theme song. Uh, well, you don't listen to the show, so. I really liked last season. Uh, last season's theme song, I thought it was really good. I think that it will take a lot of effort to top it. Uh, but it, I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying that... It won't be done. No, I'm saying that in order for it to happen, you have to completely subvert the audience's expectations and redefine the theme song as it exists in the year 2021 and in Bomber Season 3. Well, so what if people are expecting <clears throat> their expectations to be subverted and therefore I subvert their expectations of subversion by doing exactly what they think is going to happen? So just play the same exact song? <laughs> play that same song again. What if we went back to the season one theme song? What if we well, just we played them have... all at once? Right. No, no, this hurts my ears. Take it back. Take it back. Okay, I'll stop it. I'll just end uh, it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're we're actors here. We're pretending to listen to things that aren't even there. Like, for instance. Wait, we pretend? Um, well, I was going to say, like, Zyber, Spiegel's not even here. He's just reacting, and we're bouncing off him, and he's post-producing producing in. Wait, so I'm I'm post-producing my own voice that, that you are pretending to react to, so I have to come up with lines <laughs> as exactly, though you're reacting Spiegel. to them? I'm assuming that he just said something silly, so I shall laugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, it's a show. It's a show. We have a show. Um, first thing first, uh, it's been, as we said, a month. We need to get everyone caught up on all of that wonderful, bombastic news 
Zyber, our wonderful newscaster, please take us away. That is my cue to take you away to Bombastic News, the section where we talk about news that is bombastic. So, welcome to Season 3. Here in Season 3, we're working on 3G. That stands for Guests and Growth and Good Vibes. Maybe at some point we'll do growth enough that we'll move on to 4G. So what? What's the extra? What's the extra G? Just more growth. I have a growth. I have a growth, growth on my arm. See, we're already that's, that's meeting one of hand. our three goals. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> As a part of our growth, uh, you should join our Discord. Link in the description below, where we talk a lot, and we have a few clubs that you can join. Uh, we're restructuring the album club it was album of the day now it shall be album of the week so it gives people more time to listen to albums and more time to talk about them which is the important part and because of that we're going to actually discuss the albums on the podcast since it's once a week instead of being able to you know talking about seven whole albums every podcast episode yeah i don't know about you guys but i'm actually really excited for the restructured album club because i've been missing that little bit of music the album of the day as i were alluded to was honestly too much to try and listen to i think we had like what five albums in a week to try and go through one a week is 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 digestible and then it it affords the opportunity to talk about it which i love talking about music with you spiegel i'm very excited spiegel well and to me that was like the big part of it right was like to me i didn't really have trouble listening to the albums necessarily it for me it was like being able to collect my thoughts about them sometimes an album takes a little bit of time to hit sometimes you got to listen to it two or three times and to do that you know once a day and then type something up about it when maybe you're busy or maybe work is stressing you the heck out you know it's it's just it's in it's unsustainable and uh, just big shout out to uh, to our friend Serp Scraper, uh, who is uh, on the Discord server and is uh, championing this this method, this movement. Um, our our friend Justin will be uh, will be providing the first album of the day uh, week. or at week what whatever whatever it is on the fifth of uh, April, which is I believe the same day that you're listening to this podcast. So go check that out. Go check out the album of the week club. Do yeah. it. Join the Discord. Listen, and we'll, we'll talk about it to the next album. week. We'll talk about hey, it listen. Next, next week's episode. Yeah, definitely listen to it so that you can have a thought, so that you can listen to next week's episode and decide which of the bombers you agree with most yes. when it comes to that album. And if you have any questions that you would like for us to answer on podcast episodes that we decide to answer questions on, you can either join our Discord and post the questions into the question channel or you can email us at uh, this is bombers at gmail.com these questions or just concerns critiques fan fiction whatever you want to send us uh you can also follow us on twitter at this is bombers and you'll then be notified whenever the latest episode is out or whenever we show up on twitch at this is bombers where you can play games and you can watch us play minecraft or the whatever other village game dig plays bomb uh, valley yes bomb valley we usually Arc. try to do a fun everyone play game friday nights blarg community nights they call those cyber i don't know if you're aware there's too many other communities that call them community nights i am rebelling against calling them community nights we need to come up with a better name bomb well, bomb unity bomb unity hey. there, there it is that's the type <laughs> no. of effort that i like 
Yeah, here's what I'm going to say. Hey, you listening to this podcast right now, join our Discord if you aren't already in there and name our Friday night hangouts. Ooh. How do you name. like this community engagement that we we talked about in the in the thing? I, I think we're doing a really good job. This is really professional. You know what will make us grow and have good vibes even more is if you go to our Patreon, this is Bombers, and give us money. What a that was unbelievable. Did, did you write that? No, it just came out of my mouth. I didn't even think about it. Wow. Speaking of the Patreon. Speaking of things coming out of Zyber's mouth. The Patreon. No, let's. Uh, oh wow, uh, that went to places I didn't mean it to in my head. That was thank the most you delayed to... reaction to that <laughs> that could have possibly whatever. Well, thank. Th- first of all, thank you to one of our wonderful friends of the show, uh, Zyber's fiance Haley, and also to friends of the show Himaru, Crony, and. Wait, is, do we have three? I should probably pull up the Patreon, shouldn't I? Yeah, this best is not, friend of this the show, Rob. We, we're rusty, okay? It's fine. Oh, we are a little rusty. We are rusty. You gave us your money, so we will struggle to remember your name. It's cool. It's fine. Just is like real life. Best just friend like, just like my real show. friends. Who's the best friend? Um, Rob is the best is friend Rob? of the show, you moron. Yeah, Rob is. The, yeah, come on. I said that already. I just oh. couldn't remember how many friends we had. I think yeah, we, we got four. Crony and yeah. Haley and Himaru. Frankly, and Himaru and honestly, Rob. And yeah, honestly, we only care about Rob anyway. Right. I mean, I care about Haley, and I care about Himaru and Crony. So, I care about me. Mm-hmm. And you know what else I care about? The no. game, the games that came out <gasps> while we were not recording this podcast, which we, which we haven't had a chance to talk about, guys, because so many games came out in the month of March. It's making my head spin. And, Did you, know, you care the, about them? The end. There of, were the what end at least of, three. Well, the end of Q4, you know, for these gaming companies is huge. You know, they got to get those last big releases out the door. Oh, wait. All that was released in the month of March was just a bunch of freaking ports until the end of the month uh, where we got some actual meat on the bone, uh, so to speak. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise came out the other day on uh, March 26th for the Nintendo Switch. My copy has not arrived. Amazon and their uh, crack team of deliverer, driver, delivery people did not deliver it to my house. They, uh, I live on a Highland Gateway. They delivered it to the Highland Apartments in another city. So, did you have the whole like pre-order guarantee? Get it game, give it, get a day of release. Yeah, it was supposed to be day and date. Um, I still do not have it. It is March thirty-first as we record this. I do have a ago. refund. Great. Can I have the game the- now? Well, at least you got it for free question mark no i don't have the game i I, all i have is money i don't need money i have money i need the game screw the money they gave you a refund are they still sending it to you did they just give you a refund like oops sorry we screwed up now you don't have it take a wild guess i wouldn't be upset if it was the former (laughs) fair point (laughs) anyone Uh, played monster hunter rise yet i would like to someday I, I'm probably I played a little bit of Monster Hunter World and just didn't grab me, so I probably won't play any more Monster Hunter games after that. It seems like a kind of game that you really want to play with friends. If only I had those, you know, or a copy of the game. One would to just to you and just play by yourself. One or the other would be nice. I don't need both. <laughs> I just want one of those two things. Yeah, it seems like a great game. It's just not my kind of cup of tea or whatever. You know, I feel like this year, 2021, has been the year of terrible deliveries. We've got your problems. Uh, I believe I've 
chronicled my problems with deliveries of monitors and uh, processors and all of that. And then during the hiatus, ordered some food from like Uber Eats or Grubhub or DoorDash or whichever one of those because we're not sponsored by any of them, so I don't care. Dude gave me the wrong food. And then when I went out to be like, hey, bro, wrong food, I saw him driving away down the street with my food on top of his car. I remember that now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh... Was hey, the buddy. Food you, did you eat the food you got? Was it good? We waited like an hour because our rumor was here that we were celebrating. I don't know. He got a new job promotion or something. I don't remember. And so we waited an hour before the um, the food was just refunded to us. And we were like, well, guess this is dinner now. And then we ate it. <laughs> so th- this is why I am a big fan of the Second Amendment, and I'm not going to make a bunch of political statements on this podcast, uh, but I have to make this one. Had the Second Amendment uh, been in effect in your home, Deg, you could have taken your gun, pistol, you know, firearm, semi-automatic machine gun, whatever you know, whatever the case may be, and just uh, flintlock shot, rifle, shot the tires of the car out, and the car would have spun out, and the, the guy might have died, but at least you would have gotten your food. Or you could have uh, shot the food it's... off the car so it would be on the ground for you. I feel like yeah, that, I like Zyber's idea. But that's because a smaller if the target. Car, I don't know. If the car is yeah. spinning out, the food's just going to fling everywhere off the roof. Well, if you're lucky, it might fling itself right into your arms. Or your mouth. Or into my mouth. Exactly. What is this, an uh, Indian movie now or Bollywood? <laughs> yeah, this, this is Bollywood now. Bollywood. No, I also had Bobby some terrible Wood. delivery happen <laughs> the past week. Yeah? Yeah, so I got the Bilef Amiibo. And, oh, uh nice. It came, and the box was, like, open, and it was, like, all crumbled, like it was thrown into a puddle at one point. <laughs> and so what? I get and I get the Biolith Amiibo box out, and it's, like, bent, and the plastic is pushed in. I'm just like, well, it's a good thing I'm not an actual collector, <laughs> otherwise I'd be ticked off. I mean, look, I understand being upset about another Fire Emblem character in Smash, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Now there's more of these sword-carrying Another Amiibo? Sephiroth and Smith. Who was the most recent one that was announced that also had a sword? Uh, Pyra? Pyrith? Pyra Mitha. Yeah, th- that made me laugh. Like, when I saw that it was another sword character. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the more upset Smash Brothers fans get, the happier I get. It's a direct correlation, but, like, inverted. Uh, so I, I hear a lot of people being like, <laughs> yes. we need more fighting characters. I'm just like, do we really just need more people that just punch up and down? Uh, guess what, Smash Brothers fans? If you don't what? like it, um, how about don't like stop <laughs> buying it? Because you keep buying them. So I don't understand why everyone's so upset. Um, because there are certain people in the world that just enjoy being upset all of the time. Spiegel. Are you are you accusing me of being one of those people that upsets me? <laughs> How upsetting! Uh, other games that came out uh, while we were on hiatus. How about uh, let's do a little "It Takes Two" talk. The the studio uh, run by Joseph Ferris, uh, which name unfortunately escapes me at this time. But they also made Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons and oh. uh, A Way Out, oh. and they made a game oh. called "It Takes Two, which is a bummer of a story about a uh, husband and wife that are getting divorced, but then their their daughter with the power of child's tears, shrinks them down to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, or uh, actually it would be the sequel, Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves. Uh, Hazelight. Hazelight, thank you. 
I lost my train of thought. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, it's one of those games you need two players. Uh, if you buy the game, if you deg buy the game, you could play it with me, without me having to buy the game, which is pretty neat. Like online. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so I might play it with Piddle. Um, he said that he bought it, so he might force what me a... to play it. He'll definitely force me to play it couch co-op, which he got it on Xbox One. It's also on PS4, PS5, Sexbox, and PC. Um. So I don't have I don't have much to say on this game, but a way out was neat until the ending. Brothers yeah, was like, neat until the ending. I like that you you, you qualify. It's a bummer story, and I'm like those other two were also bummer stories. Almost as though Hazelight has uh, has something that they're very good at doing. They're trying to they're trying to work through issues, you know. This is bummer. It's actually um all all this is bummer. I'm slow today. You are. <laughs> Oh, those um, poor, horrible deliveries. Oh, that one's good though. It's uh, it's, whoever it is at Hazelight is just working through some childhood trauma, and you know we got to support them by purchasing their game about how it was awful. So when they um, were a kid, their parents got divorced. Then their brother, uh, well, I, I don't died. Know. Oh, you just spoiled it. <laughs> I think how old is that game? Well, like I, seven well, years. Anyway, and then uh, then a way out. Uh, you know, you're in. Then he goes to prison. Or maybe maybe one of the parents is one of the prison people. I don't know. The, the haze light averse doesn't seem to be working. Anyway, if you don't know who Joseph Ferris is, he's the guy who showed up at the Game Awards, like clearly had done like a bunch of lines of cocaine backstage. Hmm. Um, he was that guy. You know who I'm talking about. I mean, as one does. I mean, obviously. But if you're so if you're into cocaine, if you're into like story games, uh, try it's take it takes two probably. Maybe you'll like it. I don't know. I, either or. You need two, though. You do need it two. Take, it does take two. It does take two, because you literally cannot play the game alone. Uh, I mean, you can't play uh, those other games alone, either. Brothers, you can, but you Brothers, wouldn't want you to, <laughs> because it's I horrible. I, I played it by myself. Really? I didn't yeah. know it was expected for two people to play it. Yeah, I thought that was just a like an interesting twin-stick single-player thing. I didn't like it. <laughs> so oh, Fair <laughs> enough. Oh, yeah. Um, Balan Wonderworld came out. Oh boy! Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I just wanted to let you know that it did indeed come out, and it didn't get Good. delayed or you know canceled at the last second. Um, maybe that would have been wow. a good idea. We'll talk about that yeah, later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Zyber Kingdom Hearts came out on PC. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, and then, and then the day of, they're all like, oh, we're going to actually have them 20% off. So everyone who pre-purchased is like, uh, excuse me? Wait, really? They it didn't was, give uh, the pre-purchase uh, discount? They, they just... got refunds, okay. but it's that's incredibly stupid. <laughs> well, it is Square Enix, so. so it is yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if that was Square Enix. <laughs> well, they, that was, that's their they make They make the game. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I'm not sure if Square Enix was the ones being like, hey, why don't we make it 20% off the day of release? Oh, no, that probably wasn't them. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's kind of cool. It was fun seeing people tweet being like, yeah, I'm able to play it for the first time because apparently they don't believe in consoles. But it was also cool being like, whoa, Kingdom Hearts 3 loaded in five seconds. I'm thinking, man, I can't wait to get a PS5 that can do that. Uh, I mean, try getting a PS5. Uh, Good luck getting a PS5. 
Yeah. Uh, both Piddle and I tried over the, the hiatus, and uh, I did not get one, but he did. And incidentally, he also bought an Xbox Series X over the break, which I which I roundly made fun of him for. Uh, so don't don't worry, I, I got that covered, guys. But uh, yeah, I couldn't get a PS5. Yeah, I also tried during that period. <laughs> couldn't even get into the cart. Yeah, I couldn't get into the cart at all. Terrible. I think I goofed around with it while you guys were doing it, and I just... And you got six busy. of them. Yeah, I, I was too busy working at the time, because they keep doing these releases while people are at work, and it's like, thanks? Yeah, I mean, I, I happen I, to be working too, but... Well, I just want to put it out there for all my coworkers, and you know, coworkers of me, that, that I purposely like set aside my lunch and my daily breaks just to do that, and I didn't get one. So just so you know, I didn't stop working for a second that day when I wasn't supposed to. Uh, except for mandated uh, whatever, breaking whatever. Yeah, and can we talk about breaks at work for a second? Because I really don't want to take them. And and I hate them. I hate that they keep me at my desk for an extra hour a day. Like I can't... a little bit... <laughs> I find it breaks. a little bit obnoxious that you keep, like, it's so frowned upon to be like, hey, in lieu of breaks, can I just leave an hour early? And people are like, you can't do that. Why not? It's me not working the same amount of time either way. Right? My, like, I'm fortunate that I have a supervisor who's, like, really good about that. And she's like, yeah, you, like, don't, you know, don't make a habit of it. Don't do it every day. But it's totally fine if you just want to skip your lunch, you know, here and there to leave at 3 instead of 3.30. And I'm like, great. That's the way that it should be. You should be able to waive your un- paid breaks, whatever. You know, maybe your employee thinks you need them, your employer. At least you're getting paid. But your yeah. unpaid break, you're just keeping me at my desk longer. For what Fun reason? story, a lot of desk jobs... You can eat and work at the same time. And I do. Yep. Fun same. story. My job usually expects me to eat while working, even though I have to, you know, not be at a customer site in order to get the food and eat it. Well, look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants. Enforced <laughs> With... food on job. Zyber, come work for us. We need more IT people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, um, all right. <laughs> That's it. That's it for that. Um, upcoming releases. Uh, guess what? The drought continues. Um, for for whatever reason, maybe some potential world condition of some kind that I'm not aware of, uh, that we don't talk about. <laughs> what, um, are you, what are you talking? about? I don't know. Oddworld Soulstorm is coming out on the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and the PC. So never fear if you can't actually get a PS5, which nobody can. I mean, I know that they're selling, but I don't know who's getting them. You can play Oddworld Soulstorm, which is another game in the acclaimed Oddworld series with, um, you know, Abe and uh, and the other odd people. Those alien Soul- things. Soul- yeah. Soulstorm's good. That's the one where they introduced the uh, Sisters of Battle, and uh, I, en- I enjoyed that. I mean, it was the last one. Wait, this is a remake? The, uh, Dawn of War Soulstorm was, was a game, and I was riffing on that which i knew no one would, would understand except for like two members of our audience all your warhammer 40k people yeah mm-hmm. i mean i understand it i understand that it's a thing i just don't understand anything about it one of the there, there was a game that was called dawn of war soulstorm this game's called Oddworld soulstorm so i was just <sighs> have you played any Oddworld games actually i have not no <laughs> isn't the first one free for ps plus this month Oh, is it? Uh, it would make sense for it to be, considering like how Sony likes to have that synergy. Might have to look into that. They're like uh, like platformer games, right? I think so. Yes, yes, they are. Hmm. 
story heavy. Uh, the only thing I remember about Oddworld was Munch's Odyssey with like the Mountain Dew can. I love that. I love that uh, that um, cover art. I've got yeah. it up here somewhere. Here it is. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's the one. There he is. Anyway, really, I realized that it's not actually April today for us, so I can't actually see on the app what the April what games are currently. But you listening, you, you they'd own a PlayStation thing. Try it. Do it. Go go check it out. Let us let us know what you think of it in the video games channel on the Discord. Yeah, see. Oh, see? speaking of though, they did Audience give engagement. us a bunch of VR games to have for free. Yeah, which is great for people that have VR. You too. Yeah. On PlayStation. That well, is. that that's so, like that's like five or six million people. I mean, that's not uh, that's not a terrible thing. They had a few non VR games too. I don't remember what they were though. I mean, last month they had uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake up on the free game thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they're making good good choices. Way better than Xbox. Didn't Deathloop come out this past month? No, Probably. Deathloop got delayed. Did it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I, I can't I can't remember what it got it, delayed too, but I believe it was delayed. Oh, okay. Yeah, May. Yeah, what uh, what games did uh, did Xbox get this month for uh, for free games on Xbox or whatever? Deg like Underworld or under, like, uh, Underworld Undertale? Um, I mean, whatever. Uh, He's looking it up. I'm looking it up. Cause I honestly, will vamp like, while he does this. I looked at them and they were just real bad. Um, I honestly, forgot that Warface Breakout. Don't know what that is. Wait, what? what? Vol- vol- <laughs> face Breakout? What? What did you War- say? Warface or Breakout? So like, get them like, it looks like a shooter game. It looks like some Call of Duty Black Ops ripoff. Some just, War just Claritin. Looking, just Cla- looking at War Claritin. Claritin for soldiers. Uh, Vala, cream. Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse, which I actually did download and play a little bit. It's like a weird like twin stick shooter roguelike type of thing, which that's another thing we can talk about is the overabundance <laughs> of roguelike games these days. Yeah, there's a new drink box game announced that looks exactly like a roguelike, and they say it's not, but it made me really uncomfortable. And it does have procedurally generated dungeons, which is a big turnoff. Which is a big roguelike thing. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Metal Slug 3. Ooh. Okay, okay. That one's not bad. Uh, and Port Royal 3. Some, so, third month of the year. Focus on third games in a series, maybe? Nothing exciting, though. Things that are like, oh, okay, cool. No Final Fantasy VII Remake or uh, Oddworld. Yeah, the even. Days Gone is free this April for PlayStation Plus. Is it Days Gone? The zombie one? Yeah, Days Gone with the zombie horde and Piddle declared that it would be game of the year. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then it came out and it was kind of, it was all right. I never even heard of it until they talked about the sequel in E3 or whatever. And then, well, you want to know what April's Games with Golds are? Yeah, let's sure. let's just dig into let's, it. Let's dig into this. Vikings, Wolves of Midgard. What? Truck Racing Championship. That's not real. That's not a real game. Dark Void. That's that's a bad name. Are we doing the good name game or the bad name game name game or whatever? Yes, and and hardcore uprising, but it's like C O R P S, like like a core. That's even oh. worse. That's an even worse name. Well, you, you want to know what's hilarious about this is that Dark Void is a Capcom game and Hardcore Uprising is a Konami game. Okay, so I'm looking at the PlayStation Plus ones, and they have. Days Gone, Zombie Army, Dead War 4, 
and Oddworld Soulstorm. You like straight up just the new game is yeah being released for free for the PS5, yeah. Wicked. Really? Yeah. That, that seems incorrect somehow, but <laughs> I'm looking at the official thing. Okay. I, mean, I guess it's like how um, a little bit of sense. It takes the sting the out of Sony shutting down the PS3 and PSP and PS Vita stores, doesn't it? Oh wait, yeah. no, it doesn't at no, all. Not really. Totally does. But it's, but it's interesting to think about them releasing a big exclusive to a free release like that in comparison to Microsoft shutting down their Games for Gold program because. They have Game Pass now. Why why release games for free when you can release games for free for a monthly charge? <laughs> free for, for a $10 different a monthly month. charge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. And, and you know, I, I'm very much on record uh, with my opinions about Game Pass, so we don't need to go into that. Uh, but I did I did want to double back to, to what I just attempted to skate over that we really shouldn't skate over, and that's that Sony on July 1st, uh, or maybe July 2nd, uh, will be shutting down the PlayStation Portable, the PlayStation 3, and the PlayStation Vita storefronts. Uh, so you can still download games. You can still like download games that you've already purchased and everything, but you cannot buy games anymore. Uh, yet another blow to those people who say that digital is the future and you should only ever buy digital because it's so much more convenient. Well, I have a message for you people. You are idiots. That's, that is my message. <laughs> buy physical. To take- to take a devil's advocate stance on this for the sake of the discussion, you can still re-download all of the games that you previously purchased digital. So it's not like well, it's better than what Nintendo of, did. It's better than yeah. what Nintendo did. Completely, uh, you know, nuking it. Yeah, the, the Wii shop completely went away. The DSi shop completely went away. You cannot buy those games. You cannot re-download them if you already purchased them and deleted them for whatever reason. They gave you plenty of warning to do it. But if your Wii but, ever dies, good luck. It's gone. Well. Yeah, but that was a problem. With, that has been a problem with Nintendo's infrastructure on their shop system in general. If your console gets stolen or whatever, that's it. The games that you bought digitally were gone. Yeah, I remember when I lost my 3DS and I lost all those digital games I had. I think with Nintendo, you kind of you don't give them a pass, but you kind of expect them to be bad at it. So it it doesn't really hit as hard as when Sony makes this announcement saying we're shutting down. The Vita is not even a 10-year-old console. Games are still coming out for Vita. It's kind of been dead. It's like been on life support at least. Well, if you you ask Sony, it's been dead for seven years. But I mean, if you ask the, the various game developers who are still putting out like very niche releases and you know limited run games for example releasing physical games on the vita it's very much still a viable platform for them to make money because people buy them and it's not like it costs a lot to produce those cards i had absolutely no idea there were still games coming out for it i mean it surprises me too every time they announce it but they are though is the is the well not probably not much anymore you know to what? be fair, though, technically, Limited Run Games is still releasing games for the NES, the Game Boy, the SNES, etc., etc. Those <laughs> consoles true. are pretty dead, even though they're getting releases. You know what console is? 10 years old now? I'm afraid of what you're about to tell me. The 3DS. That, yeah, yep. that, good call yep. out by you, Zyber. Uh, March of 2011, the 3DS graced the United States shores and did not have a single game worth a darn until Ocarina of Time 3D in June of that year. Yep. And, but you could get that ambassador program. 
which you didn't get until like September, three months I think. into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, because they had that, if you're talking like 3DS memories, they had that like random crazy price drop like six months into its lifespan. And then yeah. Mario Kart 7 came out and, and then, you know, kind of, and then Super Mario 3D World came out and then it was fine. But that, man, that, that was a, yeah, sorry, um, 3D was like, That was a crazy year. That was a bad first least. impression for sure. And then uh, Iwata that's fine. was like. We had a uh, Find Me and that one shooting game. The balloon popper game. And then Iwata was like, we'll never make that mistake again. And then, like, one year later, they made the exact same mistake with the Wii U. Yep. Like, it it just, it it was point for point the same thing. It was crazy. At least at that point, it was because third parties didn't feel like making games and not that No, it was was a lot of marketing errors that were the exact same marketing errors they made with 3DS with the whole, like, is this a new console or isn't it? Et cetera, et cetera. I didn't know people had that issue with the 3DS. I thought it was pretty obvious. Well, the, the, the issue with 3DS really started kicking in when you had, like, the 3DS XL and the new 3DS XL and the 2DS and the new the new old 2DS 3D XL 2D. Well, and, and you know, that set the, uh, the, like, precedent of just Nintendo for a while just having those bad names. Here's the, 3D, here's the DS, and here's the DSi, and here's the 3DS, which is not a DS. It's a completely new thing. And here's the Wii, and this is a Wii U, which is, again, a completely new thing. And then the, the new 3DS, which we put the new in there to make sure that you understood that it was new, even though it's actually not new. It's just an upgrade to the other one. Nintendo, what are you doing? You know, clearly Calm the Wii down. would have been a success if it was the UWI instead. Yee-wee. I think my brain just leaked out of my ears. Because <laughs> of Nintendo. All right, so oh. we we strayed a little bit off the beaten path for for that uh, that whole upcoming releases segment. We started talking about Oddworld Soulstorm, and somehow we ended up complaining about Nintendo's names for consoles. Um, Deg, what is the next segment? <laughs> we need to move. Pretty on. sure that's what everything will eventually tangent into. Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo consoles. I'll just kind of get no specifically the names. Like, everyone wants to call it the Switch Pro, and I'm just like, please don't it's call the, it the Switch it, Pro. And it's the Switch Plus. First of all... For the love of God, do not call it the new Switch, or I will have an aneurysm. I'll I'll save my reaction for on the air of Bombers whenever they announce that thing, whatever the name ends up being. So, so you know, mark that on your calendar when they announce the name and they call it the new Switch. Tune into Bombers to listen to Spiegel die. Yeah, my brain will explode live on the air. Zombie kill of the week. <clears throat> It, for it, 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 the official bomber's name, of course, is Switch Plus. The Switch Pro. Uh, Pro has already been uh, copyrighted by Sony for their consoles. It's not copyrighted. You can't copyright that, <laughs> can you? They already had the Pro controllers too, and that's confusing. Yeah, Pro controller, not a good name, uh, because it implies that your other controllers have significant hardware manufacturing issues that cause drift in one of the controllers. Yeah, it seems like a pretty big con there. Rendering most games Has unplayable. Zyberacu. Oops. What it really does is it implies that your other controllers are just casual scrubs. They are. Trying hard. They have motion controls in them for casual. We're using Wii Mote to play Smash Bros. Still, come on, guys. You're using the Wii Mote. I'm using the um, Mario Kart wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using a Guitar Hero controller. Whoa! Look out! I'm using some bananas that I wired up. I'm, I'm using, using a DDR mat. Yeah. 
I'm using the the uh, the uh, the uh, oh shoot, never mind, <laughs> never mind. Okay, the, cool. The U right. you know that NES controller that you control with your hands that uses the special force field, the U force. Power glove? No, uh, not the power glove. The U force. I've been playing Smash Brothers on my Rob. Your best friend. Yeah, just literally just going over and plugging it into somewhere in him. And uh... I'm using a Commodore 64 keyboard. Punk, just a just a Pong controller. Yeah. Doesn't even have no buttons. <laughs> I've just been punching my bros. <laughs> all right. What, what is the? All right. Well, that, no, that's enough. All right. Cyber right, has right, done right. the ultimate one up. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Next up is a segment called the Weekly Bomb, where we talk about things that either did bomb or are the bomb. Yo, as the kids say these days. I wonder what we could be talking about here. Yeah, what recently came out during the hiatus that was really bad and bombed super hard? Uh, it was a video game that we mentioned previously in the podcast here. It uh, Super Meat Boy oh. Forever. Super? No, it was Ball and Wonderworld. Bomb Land Wonder Bomb. Whew, Ball and Wonderworld. You know, for a game that originally when it was first announced looked very intriguing, what a piece of crap. There should so, no longer be any games that has every single button do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, for starters, let's talk about how that's just terrible game design, even for a let's simplify things kind of thought. Yeah, I mean, it feels like I have so many different thoughts flying around in my head, and, and pretty much all of them have been reco- like covered by professional outlets at this point, so I'm, g- I'm going to try to like not really go into it too much. But I just wanted to say the single-button gameplay thing, it's like they were making a game for someone who's never even heard of a video game before, in, in a way, with the single-button thing. They're like, press the button, and your character will do the thing that you want them to do. And, and I, How I've do heard, you know what I want them to do? I have heard, that, and I, I can't confirm this because I... I've only played the demo, and I honestly can't remember. But I've heard that the menus do not even have a back... But, like, you can't back out of a menu. You have to... Because everything just nope. confirms. So you yeah. have to, like, go down to exit menu and then hit the button to exit the menu. Like, that is how bought in they were to the idea that we're just going to have one button do everything. What also sucks is when you get into an outfit that doesn't jump, it does something else for its every button does the same thing thing. So it's like, oh, you wanted to jump? Nope, you can't jump anymore ever so this is a game that you can play with a pong controller yeah actually you literally well the pong controls don't have buttons true you do with an atari like you a 2600 you, you play on your jaguar, well, jaguar. get that coleco vision jaguar had that. plenty of buttons too many too too many even I mean, you could just play this with a joystick. I'm going to get my Commodore 64, play some Battle in Wonderworld. One of those so, joysticks with the button on top. My favorite story about about this whole mess was basically that the, the, the day before the game came out, I think Game Informer had a piece where they said that uh, the game does have a severe uh, epilepsy risk, or uh, a risk for people with epilepsy, and there would be a day one patch to download something to fix the bug that basically kills people triggers it was an actual glitch yeah it was specifically a glitch that would cause the epileptic flashing lights to happen i mean i'm fortunate enough that i do not have epilepsy but it's my understanding that it could have also potentially affected people who don't have epilepsy into having an epileptic attack of some kind uh so thank goodness they figured that out uh but what are you doing i mean like this whole game is just like what are you what were you thinking putting this out under the marketplace for people to buy for $60. It's unacceptable. 
quality control. There was none. They exactly. ignored it. <laughs> how? Like, how does that happen now? Well, what you do is you get a vision for a video game, and you build the video game, and then you don't hire any testers. You just ship it. They're like, hey, what if we made Nights into Dreams, but made it really bad? Like, even well, worse than Nights into making, Dreams was. Then you'd just be making Nights into Dreams. So I was always wondering, like, so Square Enix is on it. I was just like, are they the publisher, though, or did they actually develop it? And so I looked it up, and, like, they have Square Enix Zest and Square Enix Co. as developers. So apparently Square Enix really did Make let it. this happen. Well, the, wow. Square Square Enix is not... Enix? Enix? I don't know. They, no, they're not immune to this stuff. Like, they had that game a couple of years ago, which was completely ridiculous, that featured, I believe, a mute protagonist, or possibly a deaf protagonist, or possibly both. Do you guys remember this thing? I keep hearing people talk about it, because they say, how did they make Fallen Wonderland? And then they go, oh, they made this game too, yeah. Yeah, well, and then, they, you know, they, Square Enix has a history of releasing games that just make you go, like, what, what were they... Do-? Like, I don't think Square Enix cancels anything. I think they just... How the game goes, that's how it goes, and then it comes out, and if it's good, it's great. If it's bad, well... But they are known for pushing things back, or even just canceling and restarting, and they didn't do that with this. It makes you wonder, does the game actually meet Square Enix's vision for what they want the game to be then? Like, did they just push it out because they were done with it? Did they push it out because they thought it was good and done? No, it was sent out to die because they put the demo, like the demo almost to me felt like a a form of damage control in some way. Like they put the demo out and everyone's like, wow, this is bad. I'm glad I'm not going to spend $60 on this. And then they they release the game and they don't send it to any review outlets. Reviews are only just coming out like now as we're recording this podcast. I saw Destructoid put their review up, I think today. So it's like almost a week in at this point. Review outlets did not have this game. They were just like trying to bury it. This is really similar to, um, what's his name? The game. Oh, I love that game. Sem- I thought it was underrated. or whatever. What game? Well, <laughs> game I, don't, I don't know about your point there, Spiegel, because if they really were trying to kill it that hard, why would they be putting out the, the trailers and, and the marketing into it at all? They, why would they just not quietly... Because you know? they had really good marketing and trailers for this. Like, the trailers actually made the game look good and, yeah, then, so why, and then the demo came out yeah if if their whole point was to get ahead of the cart with the demo and be like hey i know we told you in the marketing that the game is going to be good but actually you should play this demo because it's not very good why did they spend money on the marketing well again i think it was just a form of damage control people can't complain if they played the demo and then bought the game but if people played the demo and saw that it was crap you know, like, but but then at the same time, it gives them plausible deniability because they can say after the game came out and people are complaining, this game is terrible. It's like, well, we put out a demo. You didn't try the demo before deciding if you liked it or not? I don't know. That's just kind of how I look at it. Well, hopefully it's not going to be taken off the PlayStation Store. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Cyberpunk, uh, no closer yep. to returning. Um, they put out a big old patch that's, for that thing. Uh, that's that the had... name of the game. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Okay. <laughs> yes. He was talking about Cyberpunk. Okay, anyway, uh, they put out like a big old patch for that thing that fixed a bunch of like broken quests, basically. Um, but it's like, I mean, I don't know, we're, we're kind of like four months into this thing already. I feel like anyone well, who really wanted to play the also, game has probably already played it. 
And it's also just like the same problem as I, I believe we discussed this previously. It's the first impressions matter. Like, sure, for instance, n people are saying, oh, No Man's Sky is great right now. Well, sorry, you wasted all your goodwill and nobody cares anymore. Fallout 76. Pokemon Go, actually, too. Like, Pokemon yeah, Go was decent when it came out, at least. But now it's really good and no one plays it. Yeah. Man, we missed a lot of stories because you mentioned Pokemon Go makes me think of the Pikmin uh, Niantic thing that they're doing. Do you oh, guys yeah. see this? I mean, we could talk. Yeah. I don't know. What, what is there to say about a mobile game with Pikmin in it? I don't know. I signed I up mean, for the beta, so. Oh, nice. Oh, I guess all that there is really to say about that is let's see what happens when the when Zyber gets it in the beta. <laughs> I'm assuming I am because I've been in all of Nintendo's beta so far. You are the target market because they they see like oh this guy played Mario Kart Tour he plays Pokemon Go like let let's go let's get him in because you know he's a potential whale. Yeah, no except that they completely ignored my comments about Mario Kart Tour and they released the exact same game for the official release and it's terrible. What were your? <laughs> uh, never mind. I think I can guess what your comments of Mario Kart Tour's beta was then. This is bad. This is terrible. It's a gotcha game. <laughs> Start over again. If if Balan Wonderworld had been free to play on mobile, do you think it would oh. have gotten nearly the same reaction that, but still like developed, still like marketed and developed by Yuji Naka and all that stuff? Like, it, if it, but if it had been on mobile instead. Do you think it would have gotten nearly the vitriol that it got? Here's what I envision: make a version of Balan Wonderland for mobile, but then charge people for different button face actions as microtransactions. I like how you keep getting the name of the game wrong, even though we've said it a number of times. The level of disrespect that you're showing to Balan Wonder World is just unbelievable. I, I, I love it. You had to think about it when you said it. <laughs> well, because he, he keeps saying it wrong. It's confusing me. Uh, I say Wonderland a lot, too. It's just, I don't care. Uh, I mean, it looks like it, it already is a mobile game that was, for some reason, released on consoles. <laughs> it's a Dreamcast game, as you said with your Nights into Dreams comment. Well, it's a Dreamcast game that, and I got to give credit to the Giant Bombcast for coming up with this one, but it's a it's a Dreamcast game that normally would have only been released in Japan like 20 years ago, and then it would have come to the quality control side in America, and they would have been like, <laughs> no, we're not releasing this. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, like if but we were to compare did. other platformers around that time, I would not play Balan Wonderworld. You have to wonder if maybe some of the... I don't know, Square Enix of America or whatever thoughts behind it were, oh, all these people are like, oh, wow, look at these cool old Dreamcast games that we didn't get. Let's play them. They're like, well, here, you can have this one. This game would not have been released if Yuji Naka's name wasn't tied to it. And yet, what what has he done in the past 20 years that's even been remotely uh, of any level of of uh, quality that people can agree upon? Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I that think was the last game that like anyone one. actually really liked. Um, he did Street Pass Fishing. <laughs> I think so, I think um, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg was the only game people actually liked. Oh, he did a hey, bunch of the Street Pass stuff. I want to talk about things coming out, and n not talk about Balan Wonder Place anymore. Because <laughs> you know what time it is? It's Talk Obel. Oh, you thought it wasn't coming back for season three, but it's back. The bell is back. It's Taco always Bell back. will never leave. The bell is back in town. Bell is back. I you'll, don't know. It's a song I was going for. The bells are back. There it is. <laughs> Speaking of things being back, we're talking about Taco Bell. Potatoes. Talk. 
No, well, yeah, some the potatoes are. Wait, back. really? Yeah, Since when? In, in, li- in limited capacity. Since what? the case, the has been back. They had nacho fries again. Yeah, the I nacho fries seem to be back. Yeah, um, but the quesalupa, they they brought the quesalupa back. And I what think all the, three of us. What is the ate quesalupa? It, right? well, it's I a ate quesadilla, it. but also a chalupa, but also a quesadilla, and inside of that, a chalupa. Which one is actually the outside? Is the chalupa on the outside or the quesadilla? Ow! <laughs> because so stand, sitting here slack jawed while <laughs> thinking about. It. I could go for a quesalupa right now. I'm probably good tomorrow, but like I've I've had it and I'm just like it's decent. It's got like the quesadilla, it's got chalupa. My only issue is that the chalupa part is not like crispy at all. It's really yeah, I soft. Think the, I think the chalupa part is the inside part and it kind of gets a little soggy from being inside as things that are inside other things sometimes get which we all know about for uh, for reasons. From eating, all, from eating all the Taco Bell. From, from eating all that Taco Bell. And it gets, yeah. you know. Oh, oh good save. That was yeah. almost embarrassing. So anyways, oh, also back are potatoes. They got the cup of potatoes you can get. They also have the potato taco thingy back, which is really good. Potato coffee. Potato vodka. Potato. Potato, potato. <laughs> potato freeze for happier hour. You keep making um, new freezes, and I don't care. Mountain Dew Baja potato. I feel like the freezes are real hit and miss. Like they have a blue raspberry one right now, or they did last time I was there that I thought was really good. But anytime they try to do like anything with pineapple or any any tropical fruits, I'm just like they, like they did a dragon fruit. Like this is not. No, I don't want this. I never order the freeze. I don't much care. It's too cold for me. I don't like. It. I don't like it. Too so much mouth. calories. What about the, no? It's like not that many calories. The blue raspberry is like one fifty for a, a large it, one. It's like no worse than just eating, eating, drinking pop. Eating well, a Baja soda. Blast zero sugar is only fifteen <laughs> calories for a large. Well, what if you get a Baja Blast zero sugar freeze? They don't have that. Well, there you go. It'd That's probably why. be disgusting. <laughs> I don't like the Baja Blast zero sugar. I like Mountain Dew zero sugar a lot. Like in fact, you can see here's two bottles that I drank today. But today. I don't. I don't like the Baja Blast Zero Sugar. I, I think it tastes weird. We've probably well, of talked about it this. Tastes weird. It's zero sugar. No, but the Mountain Dew Zero Sugar, like the regular, doesn't taste weird. Yeah, I like the regular Zero Sugar. Deg, I've you had, had the, the Dr Pepper Cream Soda Zero Sugar, and that's pretty good. During the break, Deg, I, I saw that they had Major Melon Zero Sugar. Mountain Dew Major Melon Zero Sugar. You tried Major Melon on the show. Yes, I can't remember if I ever bought sugar the variety. I can't, yeah, I can't remember if I ever bought the zero sugar variety, but I it's, did like the regular one. It's bad. It's real Is bad. It? Yes, Ooh, I did not I'm like it at all. At honestly, all. not surprised. So I went and got the quesalupa on a Wednesday, by the way, and uh, it was pretty. It was pretty fine. But then I didn't feel right in my stomach parts until Friday. <laughs> that sounds like a USU. Pro- probably. I just wanted to share. It was a, it was the first time in years that Taco Bell had actually done Taco Bell things to me. It was depressing, even. I think it's because we were on hiatus and I just wasn't eating it as much. Do you not eat Taco Bell as much when Bombers isn't around to talk about Taco Bell like every week and make you think about Taco Bell? The real issue is that the local Taco Bell has been under construction for the past six months, so I have to go further Shh, to get don't, Taco don't Bell. Don't tell them. Don't t- we're trying to get a sponsorship. Don't say that. 
I mean, I'm glad that they're upgrading. They bombers very pretty, and I will still go back and purchase their stuff because, uh, with uh, Taco Bell. There's always a local Taco Bell near me. Whenever I move, they're just like, "Oh crap, we gotta uh-huh. build one there now." Zyber definitely, Zyber definitely said something, but we couldn't hear him, so we'll keep, <laughs> we'll keep it in uh, on the recording. And whatever it was, I just agreed with it. Yes, I yeah, we'll do it. We'll edit it in post. That's me um, as we always do. He appears to still attempting to be talking based on the green line <laughs> around his thing, but I think that's just because he disconnected entirely. Um, oh, there he goes. Yep, Bye. Wait. He's back. I'm here now. Okay, hey. I'm, I'm keeping all of this in. Nothing. I could hear you guys, but your faces were frozen. It was great. Awesome. Did I look like this? <laughs> you always look like that. He's right, you know. You All right, there you there's your weekly audio uh medium joke. That didn't go away either with the hiatus. And well, you know what you else didn't go away? Things to change. You know what else didn't go away? Zyber. It's time for the minish recap. <clears throat> I want to know what we have very little time. Yeah, which is, run which is I, I which basically is it's just like a Catch up on what we did over hiatus. Go, Zyber. one of you two, because I don't want to go for. I was trying to set him up. Why are you? Why are you walking all over me? Can I talk now? No. Oh well, too I'm bad. Because I was busy gonna... arguing with Deg about who is setting you up for to talk about things. Wow, look You're at setting that timer me up. Just, look My that gosh. timer just clicked down. All right, go. So apparently, so Bravely Default Two came out at some point this past month or uh-huh. month whatever go. So I played Bravely Second because I realized that I don't remember any of it. And then after playing Bravely Second, I realized I really wanted to play Bravely Default the first one. So now I'm playing that. You, like you are going in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. Although it does suck because I'm just like Bravely Second I actually had a ton of uh, like quality whatever stuff added to it so that I'm severely missing in Bravely Default. So I'm just like, well, whenever I get to Bravely Default 2, which I do own, I just haven't gotten to it yet, I'll be able to get that quality extra goodness. It'll be great. Before you reach the end of Bravely Default, you'll be playing Final Fantasy 6 and then before you finish that, you'll be writing your RPGs on a pen and paper. Now, I'm already at the point where I have redid the game like three times because, you know, Bravely Default makes you play the same thing six times. I stopped. I stopped. I could. I. I was like, I'm not doing like basically a boss rush mode. I refuse. This is stupid. <laughs> I really liked the game, but I was like, when I got to that, I was like, I'm. I'm done. I'm not going to do this. Uh, I was fine with it. I mean, I also had a, an excess of free time at the time. That's why I was happy. Like, Bravely Second didn't have that issue, and hopefully, Bravely Default Two also doesn't have that issue. Otherwise, I, mean, I played like... Persona Five Strikers, yeah. which. People who play Persona 5, I highly suggest getting this. So it doesn't have the turn-based battle, but otherwise it's still just Persona 5. But instead of turn-based battles, when you attack enemies, it turns into a... I don't remember the actual term for it, but like a warrior's kind of battle. Muso. Muso. Bless you. That's... okay. And it's great. Except Joker is actually the worst character in this game and you have to have them in the party so that's really annoying but otherwise great game and like all the characters are still really well done it's an actual sequel that doesn't suck like most of the other persona sequel stories oh crazy hey i like persona 4 arena ultimax that was an important game to that the canon of that uh that i, I can't i can't get that, through was, it. that sounded very <laughs> Tried the dancing one. <laughs> I like dancing the dan- I actually I like the dancing one. The the girl in it is kind of cute. 
You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, Persona Shoot. fans definitely get it. <laughs> hey, um, can you uh, can you fight as Futaba in the game? Nope, she is still a background oh, character that gives you boosts and stuff. That upsets me. She's my favorite character. But there are points where she's hacking, quote-unquote, into the system, and you gotta defend her from swarms of enemies, and it sucks. I hate it. Oh, expert missions are always Especially in Merciless mode. So you play the game on Switch, not on PS4, right? Uh, no, I have the PS4 version. Oh, okay. I was gonna... Because I, I, I'm curious how that game runs on Switch, specifically in handheld mode, because it's the type of game that I would like to play in bed. So, like, uh, it's not like how Warriors... Or like Lover Warriors games where it's just tons and tons of enemies on screen. It's specifically there's the usual enemies that you have to sneak around and fight. And then when you fight an enemy, it will have a grouping of enemies appear. So like it shouldn't have that issue of, you know, waiting for enemies to load. But otherwise, I don't know if, if it's good or not. So it has like Musou gameplay without the Musou like horde battle. Yeah. That's so weird. like That's there's, weird to me. there's still some times where there is hordes of enemies but like you you know you never have to worry about enemies not actually being visibly there yet huh cool anything cool. else <laughs> I, can't wait, I can't wait to play it you know what i think uh given my my situation with monster hunter rise the three games that i've purchased that have come out recently are persona 5 strikers bravely default 2 and monster hunter rise one of them i do not currently have and <laughs> given that i just finished bravely default like you know a month ago i'm not really in a super big hurry to go and play it in rpg again i think i'm going to give persona 5 strikers a shot here coming up after i finish the game that i'm currently playing i think it's really nice i'm pretty close to planning them it wow wow platinum on a muso game i guess it's not a muso game but but platinum platinuming pl- platinum whatever doing yep. that with any game is no joke Well, that's so, just, that's it for me. <laughs> so, so Spiegel, you mentioned uh, the game you're currently playing. What is it? The game that I'm currently playing is Kentucky Route Zero, um, which is a it's it's basically a point and click game. Uh, got some shades of a visual novel because there's not a ton of like gameplay in it. It's, so it's really like point and click cross with visual novel and i don't want to give too much away about it because and normally i find it really obnoxious when people are like you just have to experience the game for yourself man like don't even look anything up about it before going in but i, I picked the game up on an eShop sale um, i happen to already own it physical but i'm not going to open a physical indie game on switch like that's staying sealed so i had to get a digital um and it's like it's episodic it's came like right at the end of the big episodic craze um it it it's the it's even hard to even describe the way that it tells its story is super obtuse um i i can't even really begin to describe it all i can do is just say if you like weird storytelling and just like constant obfuscation of reality in your games like you're not really sure what's real and what's not real and and what's actually happening if you like being a little bit unsettled in your games it's not a horror game but it it is a very unsettling game I would recommend Kentucky Route Zero. Deg, you in particular, I know would love this game because it reminds me a lot of Journey, uh, oh. that PS3 oh. game by that game company. I would, I would, if you like Journey, I would check out Kentucky Route Zero. There's, there's more storytelling, obviously, because through text, but it's, I would recommend it for those All people. Right. I'll put that on a list. Okay. 
I played some other stuff. I played uh, Valhalla Cyberpunk Bartending Action. Maybe some of you guys know that. That's a visual novel. Uh, I played Onimusha Warlords, which is a PS2. It's basically like Resident Evil, but with swords. So it's freaking awesome. Yeah. And uh, I played Conker's Bad Fur Day. Uh, I played that before, but I played it all the way through. And uh, it's all right. It's all right. It's no Banjo-Kazooie. It's it's fine. It's inter- It's interesting. It's a rare collector thing. So That's a rare game, you know. Hey. Whoa! Never heard that one before. That's basically it. I've been watching a lot of soccer. I, I use soccer as an excuse, like international soccer, so football. Uh, I use ball. it. I use it as an excuse to learn about other countries. Like I watched Scotland beat the Faroe Islands today, four to nothing, and I'm like, "What the hell are the Faroe Islands?" <laughs> Apparently, it is an it is a, a group of islands about 200 kilometers north of Scotland. It has a population of 52,000. And yet, here they are playing a uh, World Cup qualifying game against Scotland. And, I mean, they lost, like, pretty badly, but they they, they played they the played. game. Yeah. I mean, that was a legitimate... It wasn't like Japan beating Mongolia 14 to nothing at 5.30 a.m. the other day. That was fun to watch. Oof. Anyway. Poor Mongolia. They got beaten by Japan in, in 1249, and they got beaten again the other day. That, wow, what a... Wow. I can't. Wow. I think Deg's brain is leaking out of his ears now. Nice. Since some, I think I got a little bit of a nosebleed out of that. <sighs> Anything else from you, Spiegel? Or no, I was turn? I was waiting for you That's to it. go. Oh, okay. I, go. It was an awkward pause, because I'm awkward. Um, during That's break, delivery, Stubbs man. the Zombie Rebel Without a Pulse came out, and I bought it. On Switch. Did you buy the collector's edition that was like $150 for a no, big... No, because it was oh. $150 for... $300. What? Re- $300. Oh, man. That's oh, right. $50 delivery, right? $50 delivery. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. But I did end up just buying the digital on the Switch eStore. And, I mean, the game is still just as, like, wonkily, goofy, weird, dark humor charm that it had when it came out on the Xbox using the... Halo engine. And Spiegel here is pulling down the copy. Is My copy, copy of Stubbs the Zombie, right there. Yeah, made with the the Halo engine. Built with the Halo engine, right there on the cover. Yep. Wow. This game is nothing like Halo, except the tanks, right? Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, the game the game w- was still like, goofy, fun, and then it crashed. And I went, ah, oh, that sucks. And I played it up, and was playing through, and I was like, ha, ah, yeah, okay, I remember this part. And then it crashed. Uh-oh. Oh, I don't like where this trend is going. Let me let me keep going through. Okay, yeah, I'm making it pretty far. Maybe it was just maybe there was something weird with my suite, and then it crashed. I don't think it's a super well put together port, unfortunately, which is very disappointing. That's really I, sad. Yeah, I was very much looking forward to it, but I think the architecture is is not playing well with the switch or with my switch. I don't know if it's because I have an early early switch or, or what the problem is but just kept crashing on me so i never did end up finishing my playthrough because i kept losing progress to the crashes so the game was ported by aspire a-s-p-y-r might be pronouncing that incorrectly they also uh, did these aspire maybe aspire well that's aspire. that's too obvious huh. Asper. uh they did the star wars episode one racer port which i didn't that Don't. have like some weird controversy around it? Like it got, like it got canceled the last second. And then all of a sudden they're like, "No, we're not canceling it," or the reverse of that, or uh, I don't know. I'll be honest, I forgot they had done a re-release of that game. 
Well, you don't want to go revisit old Nintendo 64 racing games based on a Star Wars license? What's wrong with you? I already own that game on my Nintendo 64. Mm. As it requires plugging a 64 in somewhere. But speaking of Star Wars stuff, I am trying to finish off Jedi Fallen Order because I want to finish that game because my friend got me a physical copy of Ghost of Tsushima that I am very much looking forward to playing. Hey, that's that game about the Mongol invasion where Japan warded off the Mongols in the 1200s. Yeah. Which I was just talking about. That's that's why my brain was leaking. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order is... is, I've talked about it before, but I wanted to mention that just because... Ghost of Tsushima is coming up after that one. And then the last thing I will mention is that I've played a little bit of ARC because we started up an ARC Survival Evolved Bombers server during the hiatus. So if you like ARC and aren't already involved, you can do that. It's up all the time except during the constant updates that seem to be happening multiple times a day. Yeah, there's like a time where almost always someone was in the voice chat on our Discord for that. Yeah, there, there's. I'm surprised with how much they're still playing that as someone who uh, started it and then kind of almost immediately abandoned them, which I apologize to you who are listening. I will try to get more into that on the stream, but, you know. But Deg doesn't love you. Yep. That's all I have. Welcome back to season three, everybody. I love you. Spiegel loves you. Zyber, how do you feel about the listeners? Pretty indifferent. Aw. We've run the emotional gamut. I think that really covers all our bases here. Okay. Okay, okay, bye. Uh...